welcome to SED. I'm your host, Jane Dagme, Editor-in-Chief of Designers Today. SED covers the wonderful industry of interior design from various, often eclectic, angles. At its most literal, SED is the spoken complement to what's written in the pages of our magazine. Esoterically speaking, SED, S-A-I-D, stands for Something About Interior Designers. In a nutshell, the podcast is devoted to the ongoing curiosity and admiration we have for these diverse, passionate, and often quirky individuals. SED celebrates the way they think, work, live, and define themselves. Enough said. Let's get into our show. Designers, Howls is excited to announce a brand new initiative focused on serving your specific needs as design pros. Howls Pro is a new pro-exclusive destination where you can access new tools, education, and analytics to take your business to the next level. You're invited to explore Howls Pro, which includes the brand new CRM tool to manage client inquiries, marketing to build your company brand, plus Ivy, the incredibly popular designer software for managing your business. Learn more at pro.house.com. Hi, and thanks for joining the podcast. Today is a special podcast where I ask members of our Designers Today editorial team to join me and rehash some of the highlights from the winter markets. So please welcome Jennifer Bringle and Alex Milstein to SED. Good morning, Alex. It's Jane and Jennifer. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? Good. We are... um, gathered here to talk about all those lovely trends and cool products that we saw at winter markets. And um, yeah, so uh, this is my introduction. And it's Jane Dagme, Editor-in-Chief of Designers Today. And I am sitting um, in our podcast studio with Jennifer Bringle, who's Managing Editor of Designers Today, as well as Editor-in-Chief of Casual Living Magazine. Hello. And Alex Milstein is, uh, we just dialed him in remotely because he is a bit under the weather. Um, Alex is senior editor on both Casual Living and Designers Today uh, magazines. And Alex, thanks for joining the podcast, even though you're not, you know, (laughs) feeling in tip-top shape. Yeah, still glad to be here. Okay, good. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the standout things that we saw um, at the markets, Atlanta, um, Las Vegas, and a little bit of KBiz. And um, so I'm going to start with a sort of standout uh, introduction that I saw in Atlanta at A2 Home, which used to be called Europe to You. And I think that what's what's interesting, and I'm so excited to finally have Jennifer and Alex here, is it's, did you ever see that Japanese film called Rashomon? It's a tale shown in three different perspectives. Okay. So we all have a certain hat on, right? And we go through these markets, and you might be working on certain stories, and it, you know, I know you and Alex are, are more focused on the outdoor than I am. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking at it with totally 
different perspective, different eyes than I have. So for me, who ha- I have um, an old home with a very old kitchen, and you know there are certain things that that delight me when I see them. And so at A2 Home, they have a modular kitchen, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is. Um, incredible it is um, a bunch of different base units it's that are 26 inches deep and they come in varying widths so there's like a garbage um, unit there's a sink unit that's about 36 inches wide there's a base cabinet that's up to 60 inches wide and so you can just like a modular sofa you can build your kitchen to what works for you and the base cabinets are all metal, and you can match the color to any of the, the RAL system, which is the European color standard system. Mm-hmm. And um, they come with a with a one-inch, um, it's about one-inch thick pine top, which you could, of course, replace with any sort of solid surface material. Right. Um, and then they also have cabinets, like um, upper cabinets that are metal that are 15 inches deep that you can rest on top. So you can build your unit vertically. That's cool. And it's just, it, it was gorgeously displayed. I mean, yeah. that showroom is, is really beautiful. And for me, it was an option of something that I could put in that I could also take with me. Right. And it's not custom, custom, and it's very affordable. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I just, just like, wow, that's. And, and what you're saying there, it's funny because that's been a big trend in outdoor kitchens as well because people yes. don't want to have to leave, you know, if they decide to move. So there's been a lot of this, um, you know, modular sort of thing where people can take it with them if they leave. So it's very interesting that that's happening inside the home too. Yeah, I think there's a lot of mirror for indoor and outdoor. So um, speaking of outdoor, so Jennifer, why don't you tell us about something that kind of wowed you? Yeah, so in Las Vegas, Sunset West, I'm a big fan of them just in general. They do such a great job. They doubled their showroom space and they needed the room because they introduced 80 different SKUs this market. Um, they're a very designer focused brand. They do a lot of custom fabrics, um, a lot of custom work um, with rope and different materials. Um, and they're sort of thinking behind the way they introduce their collections is they don't do, you know, like groups or certain pieces. They introduce colorways. So this market, they had the new slate colorway, which is this darker, but also slightly warmer gray color. Um, So they had that sort of mingled within the showroom with some of the other colorways that they've done, you know, over the past couple of seasons. And then one of the other big things that they introduced was this new um, poof collection. So it's little ottomans, they're four different sizes, so it's everything from like a big round, you know, nice piece to um, something that could go at the foot of a bed or a day bed to like the little squares that, you know, you can just kind of push up underneath a table or, or pull out wherever you need them. And they come in a ton of different custom fabric options, um, even marine grade vinyl, so it's it's almost leather outside. Um, lots of different colors and patterns and their big thing is they really just want to you know make it easy for designers which i think is 
such a great thing for the outdoor because that's kind of tough sometimes. So um, they just had a lot of really great looks there. And Wes Stewart, who owns the company, he does a lot of the designing of the product. So, you know, he really is focused on working with the designers and also, you know, helping them see how he thinks about the product. So. I did venture into their showroom, mm -hmm. and um, I loved the outdoor bed. Yes, that they had. It was and, amazing. And I did notice the poofs. Yeah, um, around there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he told me a funny story about when he was designing that bed, trying to figure out um, a different material to cover the cushions in, and. He said he was out on his boat with his wife and he was sitting there thinking about it and then he looked down at the seat that he was sitting on the boat and was like, oh, <laughs> the marine grade, you know, vinyl, obviously, that would be perfect. And so he got in touch with a company that makes that, um, TriVantage, which is a division of Sunbrella. And so they've partnered with him to do that and it looked really amazing. Yeah, it was beautiful. Alex, what caught your eye in Las Vegas? Um, well, there's always a ton of cool stuff in Vegas. Um, I think Rotana, uh, it's really cool kind of upscale um, outdoor company. <clears throat> they showed off a couple of collections that really exemplified that blur between the indoor and the outdoor style. Um, so like with their Polenka collection, um, it was made completely of aluminum but it was brushed to look like wood. Mm. And then even when you felt um, like on the underneath of the arm of the chair, it had this little indent that kind of mimicked real wood. So it's just those little details that they're, you know, <clears throat> they're really going in with that indoor style in the outdoors. Yeah, you know, the whole wood, um, well, wood was super, I mean, it's always super popular. It's yeah. like, you know, the foundation of case goods, right? right. Um, uh -huh. But I feel like celebrating the grain, celebrating organic shapes um, was huge. Like, mm -hmm. I felt that, um, like, in, at Four Hands, there was a table, a dining table, and it wasn't oval, and it, it wasn't round. It was amoebic, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, was, it was gorgeous. And I, I felt also like um, there's this sort of mid-century modern primitive feeling in the furniture. And I don't know if you saw this outdoor, but these arm shapes that are kind of boomerang-ish and, um, and, and um, gosh, and just like monolithic, almost like uh, bases that look like Stonehenge, but, you know, out of wood. Yeah. And... Um, just this interesting, like, super chic, I know this sounds really bad, but, like, if I said, like, super chic Flintstones, um, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> and, and arches, you know, using mm -hmm. the arch um, in, in case goods as the, the curve on a chest, mm -hmm. but these arched elements, um, which sometimes, which are like in between the sort of again monolithic meets seventies like mm -hmm. cool yeah um, but yeah I think wood and I've seen I, I have been to a few outdoor places where I've been is this wood and no right. it's <laughs> metal made to look like yeah. wood you've got to knock it to know mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah um, something that I found and but tell me if I'm correct was I felt like there was an ex an explosion of outdoor rugs yes 
Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Did you, any particular collection stand out? Yeah, so um, I was, I went to Fizey and they had a lot of really cool introductions this market for their indoor-outdoor side. Um, the Beckett one was one of my favorites. It's made with that PET um, fiber, so it's made of recycled water bottles. It's very sustainable. Um, and it, they had, the one they were displaying had this really beautiful, like, multi-tonal gray pattern with a fringe detail on the end. So it was, you know, very indoor looking, but it was suitable for outdoors as well. Um, and then they also had um, this Crosby rug, which was this really great black and white menswear plaid. And I, I picked up on that happening at a couple of different places. Um, Leora Manet for Transocean also had a really great menswear plaid. It was um, the Bedford rug. It was like a blue, brown, and a little bit of gray. Um, just really nice, subtle colorings. You know, it adds a little bit of sophistication. You don't really think about menswear for the outdoors, but. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have some really nice, um, you know, covered patio or a porch or, you know, maybe you're at a mountain lodge or something with a fireplace there, you know, I could totally see one of those rugs just being perfect in one of those kind of spaces. See, I'm so glad. Like, I did not get to Fazy and I didn't get to see Lior Monet's collection. So yeah. it's great. You know, there you are in Vegas mm -hmm. seeing the, the going to the companies that I didn't go to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic. Alex, any... Um, did you capture, you know, any outdoor rugs in particular? Yeah, well, um, so I always really like Treasure Gardens outdoor rugs. Mm -hmm. um, they're just, to me, they're just very um, simple and on trend. You know, like they don't try to go too crazy with the colors. And then when they do go a little more eccentric, it's still very palatable. Right. Um, and then another collection that I actually didn't get to see in person this market, <clears throat> it's a collaboration between Huronian Rugs and Sumbrella. Mm -hmm. And um, Huronian is basically using Sumbrella fibers to weave these rugs. So now they have the performance fabrics of a Sumbrella fabric. Yeah, they're very soft. Um, I, have, I have felt those rugs. And um, they actually, to me, have, have the appearance more of indoor, Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, really pretty kind of Art Deco patterns. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good collection. I, what I love about some of the indoor-outdoor rugs is that they're reversible. Mm -hmm. um, and um, like at, I was at Chandra, and um, and Ravi showed me some of those new rugs that are just really high graphic geometric mm -hmm. um, stripes and yeah. really fun colors. Um, another, uh, this was an interesting, Pom Pom, who does really gorgeous linen bedding, mm -hmm. known for that. Um, they have a new line of indoor outdoor rugs as well. Oh. And just very simple, kind of Scandinavian mm -hmm. style, um, simple stripes and uh, Beautiful um, colors, natural, sizal color, a uh, very pretty French blue, right. white, and black. Very limited palette. Um, but all the major players, Company C, Norison, um, when I was there, Giovanni Myra, the marketing director, told me that outdoors, like their fastest growing category oh, yeah. of rug. 
Um, also, there's a company that shows in Las Vegas and High Point, and they're not like big, big, you know, um, advertised everywhere. Their name is Akara, A-K-A-R-A. Oh, yeah. And um, they're growing their indoor-outdoor, too. And the great thing about Akara is that um, even though you have to wait a, a bit of time because everything is made to order in India, um, you can get custom rugs up to 20 feet wide. And when you're dealing with large outdoor spaces, mm-hmm. you know, that's something to keep in mind. Yes. When, you know, if you're not going to abut two, two together right. or something like that. So um, another um, interesting company, Colonial Mills, mm-hmm. which is a 43-year-old, like, braided rug company, right. pretty traditional. Yeah. Um, they were showing in Atlanta and... Um, they're doing. They're also doing polypropylene rugs, but they were doing these baskets, mm-hmm. these like fabulous outdoor baskets oh, wow. made of the polypropylene braids. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, in just gorgeous classic colors, natural and white, yeah, black and white, and um, really quite beautiful. So, yeah, outdoor is just yeah. One other rug um, I have to, company I have to mention is um, Unique Loom. I went by there, and you know they have the license lines with Sabrina Soto, and then also Jill Zarin, who was on the I think Real Housewives of New York. Um, <laughs> but it's funny though because she has a fabric background, so I think she has a little more cred than maybe some of the Real Housewives. Zarin Fabrics. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if that's her family business. Yes. Then, yeah. But um, what was interesting, um, they really expanded on both of those lines for the outdoor, this market, and they also started a new sample program for designers, so they have smaller sample rugs that designers can have to take in to their clients' homes and, you know, give them a little better idea of what the rug will look like in the space, so that's something new that they launched this market. That is definitely helpful. Another, I just want to say, um, that company is is. Pretty cool. They also have a um, huge collection of one of a kinds. Oh, very nice. Um, from Morocco. Oh, cool. And um, they are very designer friendly. Yes. So, um, yeah, for one of a kind Moroccans, keep that in mind. Um, Alex, what else uh, floated your boat in Vegas? Um, well, let's see. So, in terms of outdoor, still um, kind of more on the European side of outdoor design. There's a company called Lagoon, mm. um, and they manufacture in Mexico, but they're actually based in China. Um, and they just have this really awesome, colorful, vibrant furniture, and it kind of goes off the nature theme. Um, so, like one of their chairs is shaped like a leaf, and they just um, introduced a modular sectional. And the arms are shaped like branches of a tree. And what is the material that they're working in, largely? Um, it's, a, uh, it's a type of plastic. And I always forget the name of it. So it's like a molded plastic chair? It's like an injection mold mm-hmm. type of plastic. Um, yeah, so all of the pieces are just one big piece of molding rather than a bunch of pieces stuck together. Right. So... <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And that showroom was just like eye candy central. It was so amazing to look at all the pops of color all over. They do a really good job with that. Yeah, they actually have an Italian um, designer come in and design all of their showrooms and retail locations 
so they're all very colorful all the walls have different colors on them like yellow and green blue um so yeah it's a it's a real experience yeah i wish i had gotten there actually um i've seen some pictures and and it looks really good to me so speaking of um chairs that look like plants i want to go to the world of plants because i feel like both in representational um, botanicals and plants and florals continue to be huge um as well as jennifer you told me that you know you were just spying a ton of planters so why don't you go ahead and talk about that yeah so you know planters that can go indoors or out um, I saw a ton of those this market and they ranged from you know these really you know um, minimalistic chic white and black planters that Palachek to um, Napa Home and Garden had a ton of planters there. Um, one of my favorites was the Weathered Garden collection. So it was this very earthy um, looking collection. Um, they almost had sort of a, like if you'd left a terracotta plant outside, you know, sometimes, or planter outside, and sometimes it'll get a little bit of green growing on the out. It almost had that patina to mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, and they had different planters and pots and things that you could put stuff in and uh, it was just a really beautiful very earthy collection that would look nice indoors or out. I just want to mention about Napa Um, they have so I don't know I'm very attracted lately to homes that are painted like a dark charcoal gray Mm -hmm. like even though I'm kind of over the gray thing um, I (laughs) I still I love a dark kind of traditional house mm-hmm. um, maybe offset with black shutters or something like that and right. they had these they have these planners they're huge very classical urn sort of um, shapes and um, but not heavy you know not right you can move them um, and just these gorgeous like uh, tall shapes that I can imagine going in front of the you know in front of the front of yeah. the house um, really stately good planners um, Another thing on on some of the planners, both at Napa, um, also Jackson Pottery, you know, in the garden section of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. these glazes, Mm -hmm. these gorgeous glazes that look like um, mid-century Italian um, colors and Mm -hmm. also volcanic sort of, you know, just looked like lunar textures that whatever you'd imagine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been to the moon. (laughs) But what I imagine, and even, you know, like seasonal living. Seasonal living, yeah. I was just about to say, they do such a great job with those glazes and the... What does Gary call that, like, volcanic oh, glaze? I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. That's yeah. Sort of swirly, mm-hmm. molten. Yeah. He had a new lava, colorway. Lava rock something. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good things. And the, with the planners, too, again, like... So whether you're, you know, doing it outside or you're bringing them inside, right. I think that whole indoor-outdoor seamlessness um, is is definitely um, a hot topic. Mm-hmm. And as far as representational florals, I loved um, a couple standouts. Um, Barlaga Studios out of out of L.A. Their um, prints they had succulents um just green green shades of green these beautiful succulent prints um grander image home the art company 
they had a, um, I have to look at my notes because I don't want to get this wrong. Hold on a second. Um, they had botanicals done by Thicket Design out of Virginia. The artist's name is Naomi McCabot and just gorgeous botanicals. And also a lot of these art companies are now printing wallpaper murals. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, to scale. Mm -hmm. So these luscious florals, um, really incredible. Designers, Hals is excited to announce a brand new initiative focused on serving your specific needs as design pros. Hals Pro is a new pro-exclusive destination where you can access new tools, education, and analytics to take your business to the next level. You're invited to explore Hals Pro, which includes the brand new CRM tool to manage client inquiries, marketing to build your company brand, plus Ivy, the incredibly popular designer software for managing your business. Learn more at pro.house.com. And as far as plants and florals and bringing them in, and I think it goes, bides well with the whole wellness trend. Absolutely. So let's, you know, talk a little bit about how wellness plays out. Um, it's kind of inherent in outdoor. It is, yeah. I, I feel like um, there's always been an undercurrent of wellness in the outdoor industry just because, you know, the whole point, I think, of it is sort of allowing people to relax and unplug and, you know, be one with nature. And, um, you know, there's a lot of that when you go into showrooms. That, that's sort of the message is, you know, put your phone away and, you know, <laughs> you know, just enjoy the time outside with people you love or by yourself and, you know, really get that relaxation that I don't think we experience often enough. And just, you know, more beds, outdoor mm -hmm. beds. Absolutely. Breathe. Hanging sleep. chairs that give you that, you know, rocking sensation. And, you know, that's been really big lately. I think just these small little things I um, last year went to um, Troutman Chair, they're a, a rocker company here in North Carolina and you know they talk a lot about, they've done all this research about how the motion of you know rocking in a chair outside, how that affects your you know your well-being and, and just you know they, they did a program with um, veterans who were suffering from PTSD and it helped alleviate some of their symptoms just being able to you know feel that motion and being outdoors and having the fresh air so there's something to it for sure right right America's favorite yeah. pastime rocking yes <laughs> um, I was gonna say uh, one of the things that I loved when I was in Vegas so I took a little bit of time to spend with the mattress mm -hmm. and the bedding companies and um, Maloof introduced a CBD-infused pillow. I saw that. Mm. I was very interested to see what that was all about. Yeah, they had previously had aromatherapy-infused pillows with lavender and sage, and I think there was a charcoal-infused pillow. So this CBD was their... Um, was their debut. I did not take one home because I couldn't fit another thing in my suitcase. I've been traveling for 16 days, um, but I said I will get one in High Point. Um, so the, the CBD pillow also just 
when you look at the higher end mattress mm-hmm. companies, the um, quality of materials, yes. the wool, some cashmere, um, just really they're creating these beds made of like the finest mm-hmm. materials um, to give you a good night's sleep. There's um, the company Ergo Motion and adjustable bed category. I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot about beds. That's that's <laughs> our colleague Dave Perry's. Yes. Um, <laughs> but but I'm I'm I like to go and see a little bit of mm-hmm. of the bedding category. Um, but Ergo Motion does adjustable beds and they've put their mechanism inside of these gorgeous beds that have been like I know some of them have been designed in Italy with mm-hmm. and. The, the thing about these beds is that it's all about wellness. Like, they right. set their their showroom up. Um, they actually have a, a, a massage room with oh, wow. low-level lighting and fabulous spa music. And last market, I had a massage. This market, I didn't. I need to go by this showroom. <laughs> this, and they have, you know, infused waters and, mm-hmm. and all that. But what, what I loved about this one particular bed, when you think about like aging in place and living in place, mm-hmm. this bed was, it had a low profile, so it had a European feeling. And on the side of it was a little leather holster, like so classy, just saddle leather for a cane. Oh, you know, wow. and it was just like saying, you know, it, yeah, you might need that help, but like here's such a classy way yeah. to stow it. Right. Um, easy access. Yeah. And I just I love that. Um and and with all these adjustable beds is like and and Alex, this is, you know, as our technology editor, smart beds were um well smart home, smart beds was everywhere at market at yeah. kbiz and and in the in the on the mattress floors but just these beds that are now gauging how you sleep and um and adjusting as you sleep um That's so amazing. yeah like oh you're snoring oh we can take care of that right you know <laughs> Um, so that's definitely something I wanna I wanna look into um, for designers today. I just yeah. think the whole you know wellness trend and universal Absolutely. design um, is just huge. So in fact, you know we we talked a little bit about outdoor kitchens, which I know you're gonna Jennifer's yes. exploring in our next issue. Yes. At KBiz, the whole idea of really spreading formerly traditional kitchen appliances throughout the house was huge. In in innovation wise, you know, appliances are very quiet these days. And also again thinking of aging in place and living in place, certain companies set up their showrooms and they suggested like refrigeration drawers in your bathroom for mm-hmm. your medications, oh, for yeah. organic skincare. Right. Um, you know, for just staying hydrated, right? Yeah. It's really smart. Um, and, and in bedrooms as well, you know, just to have the, those, um, again, medications or just water bottles or yeah. wine. And then, of course, uh, wellness, where wellness meets wine. I mean, every company <laughs> had a um, wine column, a wine refrigerator, you yeah. know. Um, so wine was huge yeah. at, at KBiz. and. And the, every appliance was connected. That's very interesting. Yeah. So any anything from um, anything else that you saw from your ends that, that, you know, color-wise, like, you know, lots of greens and blues or 
any other sort of... Yeah, I don't know if it's because this time of year we're all yearning for summer, but there were a lot of bright colors, I felt like, um, you know, throughout as far as fabrics being used on furnishings and pillows and, you know, the rugs. Um, you know, like in Sunset West, for instance, they had this beautiful set sitting up front with this really buttery yellow, just, you know, screaming summer to me fabric on the cushions. So lots of color, I think, on the outdoor side um, for this market. Yeah. Did you, I, I, did you spot color, um, Alex? Anything stand out to you color-wise? Yeah, actually, um, going back to Rutana, when I was there, they were talking about <clears throat> using fabrics that have, um, you know, not it's not like more than one color like really on the surface but it's kind of like interwoven mm -hmm. so it looks like a blue but you can see that there's a little bit of white interwoven into it right so um, like more so complex heard, yeah exactly um so i've heard that that and a little more texture to the fabric is kind of what's trending in the outdoor right now Mm-hmm. you know i i wanted to speaking of fabric like um linen Mm -hmm. I just feel like, again, that's another category. Yes. Um, I feel like I was just seeing more and more linen all over the place, um, whether that's a wellness trend, whether America's finally not scared of it. Right. Because um, it's a very sturdy fabric. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and one of the more colorful linen companies, which is very um, much focused on the designer, Adeline Simple Cloth, which shows in Atlanta okay. with Libico. Um, that's a, a, and they're coming out with some interesting things for High Point as well. So, um, but yeah, color was, uh, I mean, I saw a lot of, you know, bright florals, mm -hmm. which, um, and then some of the glazes again yeah. on the pottery greens and yeah. oranges and all that. But then, you know, counterbalanced by all that gesso. I mean, yeah. gesso finish, um, that sort of matte white, mm -hmm. chalky matte white continues to grow. Yeah. Um, we've seen it, you know, at Ole and Mr. Brown and Carrying Company. Um, South and English, that, that newer company, they were using it. And it, it either can look very um, almost primitive, Giacometti, very organic, mm -hmm. or can look very over-the-top, stylized, Dorothy Draper plaster ornament. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's, I mean, that's what I love about going to market mm -hmm. is, you know, for every joyous color, right. there's gorgeous white exactly and you know still lingering gray yes <laughs> um and um something for everybody right absolutely every project yes um just wondering I, I always try and get to a couple of events when i'm at market mm -hmm. you know um we had our own event in las vegas we but did. was there anything that you you sat in on or listened to um i know you were real busy yeah i guess but I, I did not get a chance to and i'm the same way usually um i do a better job of that in high point i think just because i live here so it's easier for me to spend more time um, but no, I did not get to, I always like to go to some of the color forecasting events and there were a couple of those, but they just, it just didn't line up with my schedule. So Alex, did you get to sit in on anything cool? No, I actually didn't this time, unfortunately. Yeah. We're just pounding the pavement, yeah. right? Well, I, I did, um, 
I did get to sit in on a, f- a few things. Something that I actually um, reiterated in the podcast pre- prior to this, which was um, Corey Damon Jenkins talking about how to um, ask for what you're worth. Oh, yeah. Um, so he had six points, and I, I did talk about that in the last podcast. Um, Carrie and Company had a really great new um, session at Vegas called Be the Light, and it featured three designers who all came from a point of adversity and turned their adversary into almost their superpower, and and they use it for good. And um, that was uh, emotional. That was very emotional, and that's something that they may take. It has legs, you know. a lot of us in the industry, uh, you know, we go about our business and it looks so great, but, you know, most people have, have uh, something that they've overcome um, in one way or another. And so that was really great. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's been great programming, and it's always a hard. It's like, oh, I've got to go see these showrooms, but I, I really would like to sit in on this education. Yes, I know. I, I, I sometimes wish I could go to a market and just spend all the time I wanted on educational sessions because there are just so many different really good events happening. I feel like every market. So mm-hmm. hopefully a high point. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much. Yeah, this was fun. It was I've, fun. We need to do this more often. <laughs> I know. I've wanted to gather the group together and just sort of hash out some things. So, um, and of course, a lot of what we've talked about today, we're going to put online in yes, galleries. That's right. And so you can see what we saw. All right. All right. So talk to you later, everybody. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So I hope you enjoyed that little trend talk amongst the three of us. Um, And now I'm going to bring on Thomas Lester from Home Accents today. He and I have some good news to share with you. Hey, it's Jane again, and I am super excited to tell you about an event that Designers Today is doing with its sister publication, Home Accents Today, in April at the Art Conference in Fort Myers, Florida. And to help talk about this special event, I brought in Thomas Lester, the digital and managing editor at Home Accents Today, who is also a board member of art, and he and I have been working very closely to craft an exciting day in April. So, hi, Thomas. Jane, how are you? I'm excellent. Good. I would love you to share with our listeners what we've got planned at ART in April. All right. Well, the conference takes place April 2nd through the 5th at the Sanibel, the Marriott Sanibel Harbor and we have more or less the entirety of the programming on the last day, so April the 4th. It's a Saturday. Yes, it's a Saturday. I can't think of anything better to do on a Saturday than for (laughs) designers to join us. Right, and you know, what a great location too. You know, there's 
nothing wrong with uh, being on the uh, on the west coast of Florida. Nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, you and I are actually going to be co-moderating uh, a rather fun panel, I think, on the intersection of retail and design. And I believe we've got a really, really good group. Can you can you tell us who is on the panel? I'd love to. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we have the powerhouse duo of Courtney and Teddy Garrigan, better known as uh, the owner-operators of Coco and Dash out of Dallas, Texas. And, you know, if you've spent any amount of time with the two of them, you know, they're, they're just... Um, energy and a lot of fun and uh, I, I think they're really going to bring that to the panel. They are amazing. I'm actually going to, they're going to be on this podcast um, before our event. Oh, what fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we've also got out of New Orleans uh, Penny Francis from Eclectic Home. She was one of uh, Home Accents Today's retail stars last year and uh, we've had her at our breakfast and she really has a lot of good insight. Yeah, she's great. You introduced me to her in Dallas mm-hmm. and um, and then I continued to see her at every at every um, show and showroom after that. She's got great energy. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got um, retailer slash interior designer slash product designer Jamie Merida mm. out of Maryland. Um, he's he's always really good at this sort of thing, so he's going to have a ton of great things to say. And then we wrap it up. Uh, you know, we're in uh, South Florida, so we might as well have a retailer out of there. And we've got a good one. We've got Daniel Lubner from Clive Daniel Home. Amazing, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that is for sure one of the highlights of the conference. Um, also, we have put together a presentation on cause marketing and that is going to be um, helmed by Susan Winterstein mm-hmm. and Vanessa Helmick. So Susan founded Savvy Giving by Design mm-hmm. which is um, a fabulous give back charity that is all about creating spaces for uh, sick um, and needy families and children. Um, and that's going to be super excited. And Vanessa, it, does she work? Is she also part of Savvy Giving? Um, they work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vanessa um, spearheaded uh, collaboration with uh, Chandra Ruggs. Mm-hmm. And I believe got Susan to design some for that uh, partnership. And they they talked about it there in uh, Chandra's showroom in October. So, you know, they're, they're friends, they've worked together. So, you know, th- you know there's going to be that natural chemistry there for that. And that's going to be a great discussion. I think so. Um, and then also, earlier that day, mm-hmm. I know there are a series of design talks. Right. I think... Um, and this is what they were called before. So if it's changed, um, you know, they were called art talks. Okay. Yeah, you know, just sort of a play on TED talks. And we were responsible with coming up with two of them. There are six total. And uh, kudos to you. You you nabbed both of ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got um, Lisa Kahn. Yep. 
who will be holding court on the intersection of wellness and business. Yep. And, you know, that's definitely a relevant topic for everybody who's going to be there. And then we've got Leslie Carruthers uh, talking about how retailers and designers can add shoppable commerce solutions to their websites and social channels. So yeah. I, I think there's really going to be a lot of good information come out of all of this. Right. And, and those are two out of, I think, six talks. Mm -hmm. And um, the basic idea is that you go to something for half an hour, it's an intensive, and then you switch and you go to another subject. Right. Yeah. I think attendees can sign up for four total. Mm -hmm. So now that'll be great. And then Thomas, um, Saturday at the end of the day, there is a dinner cruise, right? There is a dinner cruise out on Sanibel Harbor. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be really nice. So. It's going to be a nice way to end the day. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> and tell me, what, where should interested people go to find out more? Okay, well, they can go to accessoriesresourceteam.org slash art dash conference dash 2020 dash registration and have that slash at the end of it. Okay. So. Okay. They could probably also Google mm -hmm. Art Conference 2020 Florida. Oh, no doubt. Yes. <laughs> Google's our friend. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming here and going through the itinerary. Mm -hmm. cool. And um, it's going to be awesome. My pleasure. And uh, we hope to see a lot of you listeners out at the Art Conference in a couple of months. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to SED. I sincerely hope you got something of value from the podcast that feeds your brain and fills your heart. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're in the interior design trade and related industries and would like to sign up for a complimentary subscription to the printed or digital magazine, visit designerstoday.com right now and sign up. Until next time.